My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. So this week, what's everyone watching this week? Let's see, what am I watching? I'm watching Accidentally in Love. It's a Chinese drama. It's adorable. So, like, just so cute. The female lead's adorable and, like, does what she wants to do. And, like, mm-hmm. doesn't get pushed around. She's delightful. Still watching Last Empress. I'm, I wasn't, so I'm catching up on that. So binged a lot of that this past week. I started that um, Best Chicken mm-hmm. this week. And I quite like it. It's, it's cute. But, like, it has that ever-elusive unicorn male lead who is, like, super nice. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just the super, super nice guy who's... Mm-hmm. Like the eternal optimist and friendly and kind and like Which makes you wonder if she'll really end up with him because he's so nice. I think though. See, the thing is, she's horrible. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like okay, okay, broken and like one of them to be bad and stuff. And it's like by the end of the second episode, you see that his optimism is starting to like rub off on her. It's starting to like help her to see, like have hope or have, okay, I'm in a bad place, but like maybe I shouldn't drag this guy down with me. Just Sort of, sort of like my, uh, my unexpected boyfriend, that one. Am I the Which, only one who's seen that? Ah, never mind then. <laughs> Similar, the, the girl, the, the female lead was awful and the male lead was just sweet and kind and naive and innocent. So I'm hoping, I'm hopeful for this one. It looks cute. It's got found family going on and nice yeah it looks good so i want to start that poon sang one um well, i think it's what's wrong with poon sang or something mm-hmm. it, it, liver or die i watched the die. first episode of that one so How i like adult siblings so i'm kind of then you'll probably like it it was okay it wasn't something that it, i might not continue but it wasn't because it was bad or anything just didn't catch my eye. Well, I've been rewatching Healer mostly because I've been in a bit of a drama funk since the beginning of 2019. Actually, just a general bad luck life funk since the beginning of 2019. So I've been I've been watching that because you know it's sometimes nice to rewatch something that you know you'll enjoy no matter what. Um, and then I've also been you know still watching Alhambra and fewer and fewer of us every week, but. <laughs> <laughs> I am sticking with I actually kind of I'm gonna be honest the show's getting a lot of hate and I get the criticisms and I can criticize it as well like her character is very weak like just as writing and interest wise however the show has enough in it that I'm mm, mm, you know like I still want to see where this goes like where's the brother where has he been <laughs> hiding is he in like stuck in the game somewhere like anyway so I'm like really enjoying that and i've been attempting to watch clean with passion for now but it keeps getting <laughs> preempted uh, preempted by holidays and sports and stupid <sighs> sports who cares about sports <laughs> i want like and the worst part is the last episode that they had i'm not, I'm not gonna spoil too much but like it ended on a real spicy cliffhanger. Like, and it was it was like mid scene. Yeah, and I'm like, oh gosh, I need uh, And I was like, oh, it's gonna look like And then it was like, oh, it'll come back. Like, I'm like, okay, it's New Year's. Maybe it'll come back the week after. And the week after, it's like, oh, it's gonna come back next week. I'm like, you're killing me, Smalls. Like, you're killing me. <laughs> I think there's only like a handful of episodes left. So I mean, it's I know like, it's, like, up. it's like episode 11, like I think it's episode 11 coming up or something. And yeah, I'm like, you're, so. you're killing out of 16. Me. So you're it's like. Killing me. I need to see more. 
it's uh, anyway i just really love him because i saw him on the the actor on uh, three meals a day with his cats he's adorable so oh and other than that not much not much variety shows you know. I've also been in a funk, so I haven't been watching much. I'm still trying to catch up with memories of Alhambra. It's been a slow going, but I still like it. I enjoy it still, but I'm very far behind too, so I don't know if I will still enjoy it. But I will say that I kind of see we're gonna spill the beans. I like that the character was weak, or the female character was weak from mm. the very beginning, and she That's stayed true. that way. That's I true. cannot stand. When it's a super strong female and then immediately like becomes weak. Yeah, I think it's that's been refreshing and great. And I'm like, you know, not she kind of sucks from the beginning. Has to be super fantastic because they're yeah, like everybody like I like various characters. So that's kind of why I I'm still like kind of liking the show mm. too because it's just so different that like yeah. she's kept with her character and they haven't betrayed that about her. So that's yeah. been really mm-hmm. nice. I just wish she stopped crying every 20 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Like, get over it, girl. Yeah. Like, Talk. yeah, 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 yeah. You're rich. Boo-hoo. Yeah. You have a yeah. rich <laughs> Go away. Like. <laughs> I'm also uh, catching up and almost uh, done with uh, the Quiz from God reboot. Mm-hmm. It ended, okay. so I'm trying to really push through because I don't want to spoil myself. Because not that anybody is actually watching it that I know of, but, like, I've seen, like, clips and, like, various, like, Korean, mm-hmm. you know, networks mm-hmm. or social medias and I'm like ah I don't want to spoil myself um but I really like the series and I've really liked this season so far so that's been nice I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm watching I I picked back up Pleasantly Surprised which is a Taiwanese drama Mm. Uh, it's also called Love Myself or You I think on Vicky but but it's mostly Aaron Yan no that's a different one sorry Mm -hmm. Uh, I I, I I started it probably like November or something sometime at the end of the last year. And then I slowly stopped watching it so I could power through my grand challenge that I had for myself. And um, I picked it back up because I'm over halfway through the series. So Mm -hmm. that's it. Besides variety shows, I watch a lot of variety shows. So I'm watching, I'm not going to mention all the ones that I'm holding on because that that's way many. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, 100 Days My Prince. I keep trying to just finish that. I go so slow on it, though. (laughs) So as far as what I'm actively watching, Memories of the Alhambra, which Mm -hmm. I do still like it. I mean, there's just problems with it. it, But I mean, I don't criticize it too heavily. I'm having fun with it. I have no clue what's going to happen, which I finally getting a show where you have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, like that's that's pretty nice. It's pretty rare in the K-drama world that you don't really know how it's going to end. I mean, there are aspects of the story that's like, of course, you know, this part, you, you can kind of yeah. guess. But then as far as like where narratively we're going, who knows? So I, I like that a lot. I'm also watching Top Star You Beck, but it's been... Yeah, I've had a hard time. It's con- been lagging the past week or two as well as far as getting episodes out. So it makes me wonder if the holidays, I don't know, in sports or whatever. Which that one is pretty weird. <laughs> but I'm keeping with it anyway. It's funny. Clean with passion for now, which is super cute. And even all the supporting actors are really, really good. My strange hero that I'm keeping up with. I really like it. I, it's funny. I have to kind of push myself to watch it because, because it's a revenge drama, which I'm not totally used to. I haven't watched that many of, I kind of get hesitant about if I'm ready to put myself through that, those parts of emotion really. Mm. But Mm. 
it's not it's not intense it's really lightly done i don't know why i keep not trusting it to be light it's it's on the light side of that by far but just because of the revenge aspects which aren't let's say it's maybe 20 percent of the trauma each episode it's really not even that much but I kind of keep, I don't know. I, I love it a lot. The actors are great. It's cute. I recommend it. All these things. But it's funny how I usually, I, I'm usually a day or two behind on it just because mm. of that. I found that in the summer I was watching that um, My Story for You Chinese one. And it, I loved it when I was watching it. But getting myself to start watching it again, it was like, eh, eh, eh. Oh. and then as soon as I was watching it, I'd watch mm. like eight episodes because it was really good and I was really enjoying it. Yeah. But like pressing play was not happening. And and it makes you question like, okay, I do love it when I'm in it, but it's just funny. That that mm. hesitation's kind of different. Mm. I mean, and, and I've been in a funk too, and I know, and that's kind of the thing. So a lot of the other shows, for instance, I'm behind on Encounter. It's mm. not that I'm afraid of that show necessarily by any means. <laughs> But there's enough, like, kind of angsty stuff or people telling yeah. them what they can't mm-hmm. do as adults. And it's like, ah, not the mood for I mean, that. It's a little frustrating where it's like, you're an adult, just do whatever you want. Like, like. you know, grumpy, rich parents. Like, I, I'm just, you know, I just haven't been in the mood for that aspect. Or I do want to catch up with Last Empress, but I have not been in the headspace for it. I have to be in a really silly headspace to be, like, really enjoying that show. I can't be in a kind of grumpy headspace because then I'll probably just get really angry. So, yeah. And then I don't I usually don't watch a ton of variety shows, but I'm trying. I tried to find an episode of Coffee Friends, which is a newer thing that came out and I'm loving it. Um, It's definitely not on any good site, easy to find type thing. (laughs) So I can't recommend it too heavily, I guess. So the I don't know if he was the second or third lead. I guess the second lead from Mr. Sunshine, which, you know, he doesn't look anything like his character in real life, but whatever. And then the funny boss from Tyrius Behind Me, that Mm -hmm. actor. So like they're buddies and they pretty much they did a coffee truck for this past year. They do it once a month, I think, for charity. And then they had their buddies come by, like, you know, and Kwang Su yeah. and like, all these people. And so then I think they pretty much got approached by a producer and they're like, hey, you want to run a cafe in Jeju Island for a month? They're like, OK, <laughs> so <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. So then they, uh, what was interesting, it's in, in the middle of a tangerine orchard. It was a shed. They the two guys went there with their interior design buddy and the guy like renovates it to be this awesome like put these huge windows in so it's this really pretty thing. One of the guys is a like certified barista, the other loves to cook. And so they make awesome stuff. They called up an actress buddy and then the guy from Thirty But Seventeen, that actor, and he's like their kitchen helper and stuff. So sort it's of really like a, a, a Yoon's kitchen uh, yeah. setup. And, and they're all for like... charity. It, it, I just saw the first episode and it's kind of long, but it's really chill and pretty, and they laugh show. a lot. So yeah. I, I always call fun. those types of variety shows like the zero stakes shows or like negative yeah. stakes, mm. where it's like there's literally no stakes. So there's if you're like really stressed no out, no competition. Yeah, no. exactly. There's yeah. nothing. So like. If you're really stressed out or like you're just having a bad week, they're, they're great shows to watch to like just be like, this is fine. Like life's okay. The other one, uh, Hiori's Bed and Breakfast is another one yes. like that for me. Mm. Three meals a day. Like they're they're not competing for anything. They're just like. Or it's even as dangerous beyond the blankets. Like Yeah, they're just existing. They're just existing <laughs> as people doing things. And it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of just relaxing. 
Like, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. What's funny is when they were, uh, they, a chef helped them figure out their really small menu. They just do brunch crud. When they were making something, he just said, you're going to be sick of making these things by the end of this month. Like, you're never going to want to see any of, like, the jam or whatever you're making. Mm-hmm. And it takes 50 minutes for them to even make the jam. They have to stand there and stir it. So one of the guys was doing that, and he was like, yeah, I'm already tired of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all really positive people. So, like, that's why it's pretty that's- fun. But in addition to all of those things that we watched, all four of us watched the first episode, and most of our Twitter list, I've noticed, watched the first episode of a uh, new show that just started this week called The Crowned Clown. First off, when they talk about clowns, it's a Sagook, so it's like, you know, a historical. And when they talk about clowns, a lot less creepy than modern clowns. I don't know. They're still kind of creepy. They're still a little creepy. Like those masks are kind of unsettling. When he first came on, the f- the first one, mm-hmm. yeah, like he's got the mask and he's doing these like acrobatics and yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah, you're a little creepy there, clown. But then he took it off and you're like, oh, you're just a handsome little cutie. Never mind. Ooh. Uh, but they're not, you know, like modern day clowns. Okay, I'm not going to say that I'm scared of clowns because I'm I'm not I just don't really want them near me you know what I mean I just don't need them in my life <laughs> well with it being Zagook like it's really more of a like a court jester yeah or uh I don't know it's like a drama troupe a comedic yeah so it's like troupe, the the, right? the purpose is like they can jokingly criticize politics without meaning it like they can criticize the king and technically be like but it's I'm just a clown so it doesn't count but what they're saying is what everyone's thinking Mm-hmm. Which I always like that sort of role in a historical, like they're the only people who are allowed to actually say what they're thinking. Is is that always their role, like in other Sagooks? Is it typically kind of a political satire type situation or is it ever like, yay, I do somersaults and I'm funny? It's a little bit of both, but there's usually an element of uh, the political commentary. Because I think like in a, in the society, their societal role was sort of, if you bring voice to like frustrations that people have in a comedic sort of way it's easier to diffuse tensions from the populace right mm-hmm. and so it's also a way for for noble people to also know how the, the the general public feels about them without forcing people to be honest when that could get them in trouble with the nobles as it were mm-hmm. i think it does depend too on whether they're like in the big you know they're a traveling drama troupe so very much that's kind of their purpose often I mean, they're traveling, so they're taking news, you know, they're picking up the gossip and the story from this village and turning it into a funny story over at this village. It's a little different if it's like an actual court jester role, mm. because you have to be more obviously Whatever more the king political wants. in what you yeah. say. Exactly. The king yeah. holds. Well, and, and, and traditionally, control. like if we're, if we're talking about like Western court jesters, I'm not so familiar with Asian court jesters. They were the only ones who were allowed to openly criticize the monarchy. And that was their actual job was to, because like, you know, criticizing a noble nobility or the monarchy could get you, you know, imprisoned or whatever, you know, if you're speaking out against them. So that role was to speak what people actually thought without any repercussions because he's dancing around foolhardily. But even Western wise, like, why would, if you were the king, why would you want one of those in your court? Like, wouldn't you want him not anywhere near you? Because they tell the truth. So you can you can trust what they're saying without because they don't have a technically they're not supposed to have a political agenda. Hmm. 
they're just supposed to entertain. I can just foresee them getting in trouble and beheaded oh, like all oh, the time. Oh, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Because like, it depends, saying... right? What kind of mood you're in? Yeah. How you know what the king thought was funny last night? Today his wife is yelling at him for. So yeah, now it's, uh, it's not it's so not funny. A, like, it's not a perfect system yeah. by any stretch no. of like, the why, why do you sign up for that job? I'm not quite but sure. It, yeah, but... they use it to divert people away from the truth as well. So yeah. like people focus on the jester and like and not on not what was actually going on. So it's kind of like a ruse. So to kind of like look at this person over here doing stuff so you're not focusing in on all the other stuff too and it was kind of a way to distract and so that the king could also kind of tamper some of the things that were said but in in this case oh boy there's so much like so the first episode of the show was an hour and a half long that's pretty much a movie at this point (laughs) yeah and i would rather than be shorter i'm not gonna lie i liked it but i'm gonna be honest I did not notice the hour and a half passing until it had passed. I was I was very invested in what I was watching. And I think a lot of that has to do with Yeo Jin-gu because he's just such a good actor who like just brings everything to the role. You can't tell that he's a, as young as he is. Like cuz he No, he's and he's stretched out a bit. Like he's and um, he's getting angles and stuff. He's yeah. you know, like the tea list will say he's becoming quite the little namja like he's yeah he's turning into a little man so he's he's losing his baby fat quite he a is. bit his but his face uh, isn't round the first time i encountered him i was telling you guys this earlier was uh in hawaii a monster boy where i was like okay why'd they hire this like 30 year old to play a 15 year old because his voice <laughs> is so old like his voice is like a Voices like, deep. Like, 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 anyway. Yeah. And then I looked up, and he was actually like 15, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this kid with this voice this young? And so every time he shows up, I'm always like, oh, he's so good, and he's good in everything. Like I've never seen him in something where I'm like, wow, bad choice. Like he must have a good management team or something that mm-hmm. picks good stuff for him, because all like uh, Warriors of the Dawn was really good. Like everything he does is really good. So he's just he's great. And having him play the dual roles is... No, he's just so excellent. And uh, he is really great. He's, and and he, the duality between roles is so good. And they I needed really someone that strong. That, you know, they were kind of montaging it back and forth. And the stuff is going on with the king and his younger brother. <laughs> and, and the stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then they're cutting back and forth between the two different stories. And you really see that contrast in the way yeah. then... The clown is his younger sister, like how he's carrying her because she's tired. He's making sure she gets the first bite of food and he's always looking out for her. And then you've got the king who's like jealous of his little brother and like mean to him and really mean to him. (laughs) Just really noticed like it was um, it was well done. It wasn't like hit you over the head with it. It was all very subtle. Like, oh, okay, I see what you're telling me here. He's he's good at like the eye acting. You can see in the way that his eyes and eyebrows look like that. He's playing two different, like, they seem like it is actually two different people. Well, he's technically playing three people because he's playing the king when he's not in bouts of insanity, too. Like, there are, like, slight, like, differences between when, like, he goes crazy and he's just an arrogant king. 
especially because he's not he's so good at doing all those different things and if you don't ever feel like he's there's effort involved in it and it's just he's doing it it's so great and who loved that jang hyuk cameo oh like, yeah the beginning I oh realize until i saw somebody post on twitter i was like how did I not even know? How did I? Yeah, I didn't recognize him, but I, I'm not sure I've seen him in anything yet. I mean, I know of him and I've I've seen him around, but I haven't seen him in the show oh, yet. Oh, you will eventually. He gets around. He's one of those fun, as you see, actors who like, he's already done his military service. So we can just enjoy him forever. I've been trying to figure out that I, I really don't know for myself yet. I think I struggle with, I don't know if I find the king a sympathetic character or not. I go back and forth in my mind. I mostly don't. Of course, like the first half of the first episode is like, nope, nope. But then, I don't know, once in a while. It's not that I'm way on his side by any means. I feel bad sometimes. Queen, Mm -hmm. like in that scene with the queen, like I felt a little bit bad for him because Mm -hmm. yes, he's being a jerk, but you can kind of see that like maybe, maybe not, but in that first episode, it feels like he actually likes the queen, maybe even mm-hmm. loves her. Mm-hmm. And the idea that she would willingly send another woman to him breaks his him. heart. Like it makes yeah. him angry. And then they but, also like really indicated that his entire family loved his younger brother more than him and sort of treated him like shit. It kind of sounds like the younger brother was the legitimate brother, right? Mm. He mm-hmm. was the yeah, illegitimate brother, them, and the younger brother, them, right? Like, dad married the younger brother's mom. It's, yeah. It seems like something like that. Like, maybe, like, yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, they, they weren't super clear on that. Like, maybe, you know, like, the first queen had died or something, and then he's the son of, like, the second queen or whatever. But clearly there was some animosity. But you could also tell that he actually loved his father at the same time that he hated his father. Yeah, I think that stems from his insanity. It's his mental mm-hmm. health that, like, is really what is the driving force to everything he does. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I kind of feel him as a sympathetic character just because he is doing things not because he's just arrogant it's because there's something actually wrong wrong with him uh that like he snaps and he's like super paranoid about every single person it doesn't help that like the his main advisor is clearly not on his side well they never are <laughs> well none of them are like I can't... the only one on his side i think is the is the wife's dad. Secretary guy. Oh, yeah. Who who, who who brings in the... He has the little beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah, like, the, even the people that you kind of think are on his side are okay, and then it's like, oh, no, they're also trying to betray him. Okay, yeah. great. He, of course, has his madness, but then as far as him being paranoid, I can't really blame him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally the assassin's coming in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Like, it's like, yeah, on one hand, sure. like, maybe don't uh, abuse your tiny little staff. Bits. But um, on the other hand, like, the night before, someone did try to murder him in his sleep, so I don't know. I, I did like the queen, the, yeah, the queen character, not not the mom queen character. Yeah. But the, good on her for keeping up with her morals. She is not gonna just cave to his desires or whatever just because mm-hmm. he says so. She's like, mm-hmm. nope. I wonder if that's even realistic. Like, if, if that could have really ever happened back then. Well, I suppose if he pressed the issue, she'd have had to give in, but he doesn't. I guess that's one of the sympathetic things, too, is the fact that he is respecting that boundary. Like, he doesn't want to have somebody who doesn't want him. The guy that you had seen up until that moment, he was just like drowning the concubine with, you know, pouring stuff down her throat and oh, stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to have like a rape scene and this is going to suck. And then, nope, he just was like, oh, I guess they all 
you know, the country probably thinks that I'm the one rejecting you, but it goes off sad. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, he's the king. Then have to walk away. But I'm, okay, I've only watched the first episode. I haven't seen the second episode yet. So I'm sort of interested to see, like, why they're getting this double like what's the I suspect just to like let him go out and be in public and Mm -hmm. be me in public and then I don't have to worry about somebody trying to kill me because they'll kill this guy they'll kill this guy instead of me and I'll be able to find out who it is or I'll be able to take a break I could just Um, take a freaking nap I think they're also trying to quell everyone else in the the whole entire you know kingdom that he's insane because once they find out that the king is actually insane then that means there could be a rebellion i think that's what they're trying to do is make it seem like he's an adjusted yeah not insane adjusted and can do the job of a king Mm -hmm. and not have that rebellion happen which he clearly can't (laughs) okay i would like to talk about that okay okay don't give the stand-in permission to say yes to anything that's asked of him that is not his fault if he follows directions (laughs) that you told him to do well okay we haven't seen that part yet we haven't seen that part yet yeah oh sorry you think you're you're you finished episode two but uh but you can okay to be honest like we've giving him a job to do yeah don't get mad that he does not at him for doing it fair enough you know we've all seen a say gook so we sort of Yeah. Like it's not a a huge mystery by any stretch of the imagination. But I was super impressed by how incredible one it's everyone is on point with their acting. The acting Mm -hmm. over the top good. But the filming of it is gorgeous. It is so pretty. Dark, but it's not um too dark. You know, like how sometimes you're watching something and all of a sudden you have to like turn the night scene, so you have to like turn the brightness way up on your screen so you can see anything. But yeah, it's not like that. Like it's dark. It's clearly dark. The colors are dark. Everything. Yeah. The tone. And yet clear. I can see everything. Mm-hmm. It's not it's beautiful. Just, just hey, let's turn down the light. I'm actually surprised that this wasn't picked up by Netflix. Like it has, it has the sort of vibe of a TVN show that gets picked up by Netflix. But it uh, yeah. too. Maybe yeah. they spent all their money on Kingdom and. Yeah. memories so they're like wait a minute <laughs> we can't oh, do this too far too far, too far. No, I also... coming out so they like <laughs> they can't have two sagics at once yeah they're like no i know it's a based off of a movie i would be interested to see how it relates to that movie especially being a full series and like what they pick out of this series for the movie or like the movie only covers like mostly the first episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was related to a movie at all. When was the movie done? Early. I couldn't find it anywhere, but I did see like a clip of it or a trailer for it on YouTube. And it seemed like it, it looked, when you looked at it, you're like, oh, that kind of looks like Crown. It was King. made in 2012. 12, yeah. Uh, Masquerade. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise known as The Man Who Became King. Oh. I Anybody we know in it? that deeply into it there's the like some recognizable faces the guy from mr sunshine's in it oh the young hun isn't that so when it comes to dual role stuff and as far as we know and who knows the rest of the series but as far as we know it's not like a twin situation so far does it bother you that there are identical people and we have like no explanation of why no the reason and this is a personal tale is that i have met my doppelganger and we look exactly alike so, and we are not related so no like, like there's one out there for everyone there's there's a doppelganger at least one at least one yeah. i hope and there are I actors that surprised. look alike too i wouldn't be surprised if 
they'd pull a birth secret deal yeah, out of it. Like, oh, yeah, totally. I mean, you got 16 episodes or 20 episodes or whatever it's going to be. The legitimate son of the king or whatever. Yes. Have we seen his parents? No. Well, and a lot of cultures, especially when we're looking at a historical, a lot of cultures had hysteria around twins. It was they were the devil's children or one of them was a demon or, you know, so I could very much have seen if you're the queen or the concubine or whatever, and you give birth to twins, you don't want anybody to know that because they're going to kill your babies and they're going to kill you. So So I mean, I shuffle off a baby to a Maria, but like, I mean, reading the, the thing here, it says his parents died during an epidemic and he almost died from starvation but he was saved by a group of clowns. That could have easily been, that's the story they told him, but really yeah. they found him in the woods where he was yeah. left, you know, to die of exposure. Mm. So, you know, I could very easily see this. Not like they had the internet. He couldn't uh, look up microfiche. He's got to take his word for it. No DNA test. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're saying that this takes, inspiration from the prince and the pauper but i had a moment in the first episode watching it where i just thought like i'd really like to see it take more of after like the movies dave or moon Mm. moon over parador where that idea of the copy comes in and like fixes things like yeah it does a better job yeah like i like that and then I mean, both of those have happy-ish endings. Feeling like a sort of man in the iron mask vibe from this one. That's what I thought. Which I'm guessing didn't end well. I didn't watch that. It didn't end super great. (laughs) Like, it didn't end badly. Listen, when I was like 16, I loved that movie. DiCaprio. What can I say? What can I say? The first half of the first episode, I really felt like it, it was good. It just wasn't for me. Like, it was I was dragging myself through it. And like halfway, I was like, do I have to watch the whole episode? By the end of the first episode, I thought, yeah, maybe I will watch the second episode. For me, it was from the get-go, I, like from those opening credits, I was like, oh, these are yeah. And then it was like, it just goes right into, you know, Jang Hyuk, like, calling his son an asshole and I'm like please oh god give me more <laughs> so but I, I really love uh, yeah. I really love Seguk which apparently a, a lot of people on our tea list do not love a good Seguk I listen I like the pretty outfit I oh, like oh are people not digging it I, I have no noticed. it's not that people are digging oh, people no. are actually really digging this one they just okay. don't hmm. dig Seguk's in general I see that um I don't really I I just I think it's because it's just the same thing over and over and like I know we're in we, we watch K-dramas. It happens. We see the same yeah. things over and over. But at least we get, like, a different location or the person has a different job. But in Zegok's, everybody has the same It's always the king. Things. Yeah, it's always king. And then, like, the person, his right-hand man is always the one that, like, is betraying him. And you're always in the same place. And you're like, I know where they got that costume from because they're trying to, like, save money on it. And it's like, <laughs> it's tiring. Like, it's just like, come on. kind of like them. I, I think my problem for them is that they're always politics. It's never uh, like a rom-com saga. Not always. There are some that are not politics, but yeah. 99% of the time it's politics. And I don't like politics. I don't like modern politic K-dramas. I don't like modern politic Western dramas. I It bores me. It's not my thing. I, I do, which it. is, I so, guess, why I like it so much. I haven't seen that many Sagooks yet. I, I think I've seen... One complete one, and I won't even be able to pronounce it. It's the one that has scandal in the name. Oh, Gyeongwon scandal. 
Yeah. And that was darn cute. And it then, was. of course, I and nearly I'm Dr. Pepper Days by Prince. Maybe that one too. Sun Kong Scandal, just as a brief interlude, is the first show or movie or anything that I've seen that made the act of untying a hat unbearably sexy. You're allowed, I was like, ooh, I need to ooh, need, a, need a moment. This hat it untying. didn't leave that much of an impression on me. I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> on me. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. He's untying. The, oh, he's untying the hat. Oh, damn. I, I'm open to a couple of other Seigooks, but yeah, in general, I'm not going to go for the... I'll go for the rom com ones and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of time for others. I mean, I've tried, like... um was it last year, My Sassy Girl? And I was like, oh, this looks fun. Like, you get the costumes, but it's also going to be cute and stuff. And I just didn't like it. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm bored and I don't like it. I like Jose on Gunman quite a bit. It wasn't, I keep wanting to watch that one. It wasn't so much politics as it was uh, a good old revenge, sort of like a Count of Monte Cristo type thing where he comes back with a new identity and pulls off shenanigans, get back at those who wronged him. And also... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was really just built for historicals. Like, yeah, he, just, he has like a historical just everything. Just everything. <laughs> so what else about the crown clown? Who will be continuing on watching this show? I think I will. I will too. As long as it keeps up being kind of different and not like I'm, a I'm normal Seigoku. Like... I'm actually making my husband watch it after mm. we finish uh, recording tonight. I, I, Do you I, think I'm he'll gonna... dig it? Oh, he'll dig it. He'll dig it. It's that sort of stuff. I don't know. I'm not sure because I've got other things that I've picked up this week or that I want to pick up and then seeing trailers for other stuff that's starting in the next couple of weeks that I want to watch so I'm just like I just don't know if I've got the time to fit it in and the like desire but also maybe I'll wait and like when Last Empress is done then I'll like binge a bunch but like I've already got one crazy emperor in my life right now so like (laughs) maybe I'll just like let let this crazy emperor sit on the shelf for a little bit let Sung Rock be my crazy emperor for now and, for now and then then we'll move into the other the much younger also cute but much much younger <laughs> so, so little just but he doesn't so, look little like he looks older than he is I'll give him that yeah oh but, yeah I had no idea like when I saw him in circle that was the first time I ever saw him in anything yeah. and I had no idea and then people are like he's not even an adult and I was like what are you yeah, talking he was like, about like he was I, like 18 when he made circle or something yeah like, he just turned 20 this year. And I'm like, yeah. what? Oh, he's a baby. He's a, he is a baby. Little baby. And he's already that good. I don't know if I'll keep with it. I mean, I'm really intrigued and stuff. But, I, I, again, I'm behind with things. I need to finish a lot of stuff. And then there's a handful of new shows that I'm probably going to be into, too. So, like, I don't know if it's realistic that I'll be able to keep with it, considering the episodes are so long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it wasn't, to me, it wasn't torturous, but it was just like, oh, there's still a lot of the episode left. And I I actually don't do things. I actually get really funny episode drama and make them normal length episodes. I actually really like that they're that long because if I pause it to go pee, I'm like, oh, I still have all this left. I, on the other hand, I'm getting used to 30 minute episodes. Like Mm -hmm. My Strange Hero has 30 minute episodes Mm -hmm. and they do really good the way they phase them in and out between. And yeah, they seem short, but I get to go do stuff in between for a second. I I like those little breaks. I like it too. I'm finding that I'm starting to really like the half hour ones because like with Last Empress, trying to catch up, it's like, you don't have to watch two. 
You don't yeah. have to watch three. You can watch like three halves and then walk mm-hmm. away because they don't put the big cliffhanger at the halfway mark. You're like, all right. I can go to bed. Like, I mean, I don't go to bed, but still, I could. <laughs> Theoretically, it's like, I, I could. I don't, but I could. The, this week, along with my funk, I'm getting tired earlier, so I actually go to bed at a decent time, which is weird and not enjoyable. And I don't get stuff done when it comes to watching things, because usually that's kind of when I burn through a lot of my yeah. either binging or catching up. And now it's like, when I'm kind of out of it, it's hard to keep up with thinking about what's going on in a drama. I believe Guy has prepared a small game for us to play. Oh, yeah. The game is just picking who or rather what role you would be if you would be if you were in a Seguk drama. Or I guess Jesse pointed out they're all the same. There's always that it's like like, archetypes essentially. Okay. You know, minister or the horrible mother or the like yeah the the awful brother that's trying to kill you to take your place. I would definitely be the girl who pretends to be a guy in some for some reason, like so that she can, she can read books or be a something. warrior. Yeah, or something. something. That would be me, because like I don't really see myself in any of the other roles, to be honest. Maybe like one of those uh, creepy dudes hanging out at the uh, brothels. <laughs> All the G sings. But like not the ones that are like doing anything, just the ones who are there drinking with their buddies and having a good time. And playing board games or whatever. Like throwing money and just like drinking and being like, play another hop song. <laughs> 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 oh, what a beautiful, what a beautiful hat you have. Like, oh. Anybody <laughs> saying I would be a sugar daddy in uh in the makeup world. <laughs> sort of a lazy nobleman's son with nothing better to do. Lazy nobleman's daughter pretending to be a son. Yeah. So I got I got to be extra lecherous to like keep up the ruse. I don't know. I think I'm probably the too nice to live wife or mm-hmm. mother or grandmother or whatever. Like the the one who has lived through the favor of the previous king who's dead now. And I'm too trusting and I'm too nice and I'm going to die now that there's a new king who doesn't particularly like me. (laughs) Or maybe the king really, really likes me. Maybe I'm the, you know, the the favorite wife or whatever. I'm going to die because his, you know, concubine is going to kill me. Or, you know, his mother doesn't like me, so she's going to kill me. I'm going to die. I'm... (laughs) I'm not long for this world. I don't know what I would be. I might be like the, you know, the one, like the right hand to the the queen or the princess who's like the kind of the the most loyal best friend out of everyone that she kind of combines in. Or I could see myself. There's always that one person in the village who just knows everything about everything and it's the only one that they like talk to or you see like gossip about things I might be that person just just I just know what's going on in the palace and I don't even work in the palace (laughs) you know what's up (laughs) sounds about right maybe I'm like the the owner of the favorite like restaurant or bar tavern or whatever and that's how I know everything like all the yeah. Or, or would would you be running the uh, brothel or whatever? Is that kind of the type of? Oh, I guess oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. They, they always knew a lot. That's always that 
Yeah, okay. Because drunken nobles talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. See, it seems like, like that's where all the stuff goes alcohol down. alcohol and girls, and so you've got, like, you, you secrets everywhere. Adam. Jesse knows that Nat's her. actually a girl. And <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who helped you. So That's right. Like, I, I'm, like... You're helping me keep like, my secret. Yeah. I, like, see that something's going to happen, and I'm, like, the one to, like, divert everybody. I'm, like, oh, would you look over here? And you could pass by really fast. I like it. I like it. I really have no clue, but I'm going to guess that I would be the person that acts like someone in court who acts really arrogant and stuff, mm-hmm. and in order to kind of keep with the pace of everybody else, but as far as to the people that they're close to, you're actually like a really good person, and you're, and you're kind of working for all the background good things, but mm-hmm. in order to get things done. Sort of like the magistrate dude in a hundred... Days, my prince. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. uh, in the scandal one, the guy that dresses really, really well and he yeah, acts yeah. like really arrogant and really extra and stuff, but then come to yeah. find out he's actually from a poor family. But he was sneaky. He was just sneaky. Yeah. yeah. Just finding stuff out. I don't know what role that is. Kind of the, I guess each time they're a, they come from a poor background, but then they're like in court somehow magically. Usually because they're smart, happens. they've uh, they've they passed exams and nonsense. The, and two, then, the two ways to social climb. And they they kind of seem sketchy sometimes, but in the end they, they they're working for the better good of everybody. So you're saying that you're sketchy, but with a heart of gold. I'm not really <laughs> sketchy, but I can. You know, like it's act. sketchy in the good way. She but knows like that a- she needs to do stuff to get ahead so that she can be in the position to make change. Nice. What, whatever role that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amanda, have you been working on any knitting projects recently? I have been. Nothing particularly clown related. So I've been lazy knitting right now. I'm just knitting a scarf. I went looking for clown patterns because... We're doing this, and you know, crown, clown, okay. And I mean, there's piles of crowns. I've knit a crown before for my daughter. Clowns, most of them are ugly. Most of them are ugly knitted clown dolls that are horrible. But <laughs> in honor of our tiny baby becoming, you know, this clown is like a teeny tiny baby. We have to keep reminding ourselves, teeny tiny baby. <laughs> um, so little. I, I found this pattern called teeny clown and there's this picture of it and it's so tiny it's by anna prachevic i think she's the mini moki person she makes all kinds of tiny mini little things it's the tiniest little knit i don't know i think i could knit it but i'm not sure like it's so little teeny tiny like lace needles it's like the size of this woman's like thumb maybe two thumbnails in the picture, it's adorable. But it's so yeah. teeny tiny. Tiny clown because Eugene is our tiny, <laughs> tiny little clown. <laughs> Not that he's actually tiny. He's, just, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a regular sized. He's a regular man. sized person. But he's also, he's, 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 he's just little. <laughs> little. He's a man that I could easily be the mother of. There is more <laughs> than a legal adult between our ages. <laughs> so I am more like the difference between us is greater than his age. He is a tiny baby. <laughs> well, I was looking for a wine that could go with this episode. I first was trying to find some um, Josen period wines, and then I got bored with that. Um, <laughs> but, but I did find a wine that I feel is like perfect for if you were watching this, kind of like set the mood. Um, it's from Incognito Wines. It's the Danny Kay, the Court Jester Petite 
Verdot. I have not tried it, but it sounds lovely and it's a wine, so I'm probably going to like it if I tried it. <laughs> I really haven't found many wines that I don't like, but I thought it was fun and, you know, fit the whole court jester. Has anyone watched that movie besides me? Court jester? Yeah. No, I haven't. Is it good? I, I don't know if I saw the whole thing, but he's silly in it. I mean, that's really... I mean, Danny Kaye. Like, yeah. Yeah, wrong. Danny Kaye in a medieval-ish type setting. I mean, just wrap your mind around that. Like, it's, it's pretty yeah. silly. Well, if you ever watch that movie, you could drink this wine with that, too. So there's yeah. double feature wine. In terms of fan fiction this week, there wasn't anything that I came across. I didn't do a lot of reading this week, fan fiction-wise, mostly because I have been pretty much at death's door um up until like today as everyone in this chat that we're chatting with right now is aware of i've been she was just dead. sick she was not truly at the hospital everyone who was going to be concerned oh, no 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 i had i had a really bad flu i was just stuck in bed and just being like uh, poor me <laughs> but i let me i'll regale you with a small tale uh concerning clown so mm-hmm. if you're on twitter you've probably heard of mama joe mama joe is my mother she's now t-list mom she's constantly mm-hmm. doing hilarious bizarre things that she doesn't realize are either hilarious <laughs> Or bizarre. Back in college, she had two boyfriends. Uh, we'll call them D and K. We'll save their their identities a secret. I don't <laughs> fill in all my mom. So she had. So I knew of these two boyfriends that she she was a bit of a player. <laughs> the only two boyfriends I had ever heard of. But occasionally she would come up with these strange little like side tales, and I'd be like, Mom, what are you talking about? Like. But I was helping her clean out her her attic and I found a box of papers. And I, in this box of papers, there were these beautiful, beautiful, suggestive love letters. Very scandal. Scandalous love letters. And I'm like, Mom, like, I think I found either D or K's love letters to you because they weren't signed. They're just like signed by like your love, you know like very dramatic and I was like mom like ooh, who would, which which one was this from she's like oh no that was from the clown I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wait so what now she's like oh, oh. yeah she's like I I spend a summer like at a clown college and one of the clowns like fell in love with me and wrote me all these letters and stuff he toured with like Barnes and Bailey's and I'm sitting here like mom mom you dated a clown like, and you mom, don't have his letters. Mom, tell me this isn't true. <laughs> mom. So she was very unashamed about how she had dated a clown, but I have not ceased to mock her for it. Why do you even keep the letters? Anyway, okay. my mom was a bit of not so bad, but like, did you gloss right over the whole? You went to clown college, mom? Like, no, I like that was like that was there too. I was like, wait a second. She never I, told oh, you. All of these, like, I hear things all the time. Her life is basically a fan fiction. Like, told me she left Clown College because she, well, she's not very good at performing. So I think that probably had to do with it. But she also was bad at, like, doing her makeup. (laughs) You can be bad at clown makeup? Yeah. Apparently there's a skill. There's an art. Don't come, don't at us clowns. I'm saying it's a, there's a there's an art to your an art form that she does not possess. She can't even put on real makeup, like you know, like non-clown makeup. You just fine. Just guy, you have uh, is there music, music out in the world? <laughs> I did look 
I, I looked for, of course, there are music videos for like OSTs for Sega dramas, but I wasn't going to go there. Someone made a, I thought it was kind of entertaining, K-pop dating game video, a Sega version. Oh. I didn't play it entirely. It's around 12 minutes long. But I think if you have a piece of paper, you can show you pictures and then you pick which picture you like the most and then you kind of write down one, t- you know, letters and numbers and stuff. And then at the end, it'll say what role in court you played, what Seiguk drama character you end up with and all this stuff. I thought it was pretty well done. I'll end up sharing that link with everybody. That's cool. Thank you. That oh, was- and there's always like K-pop videos to guys and wearing their hangbox or whatever, yeah. right? That's the always a nice. You know what I like about history and about cultures? Look, I always see these little things that like tie all, the, all everyone's cultures together and like they don't you know, you don't really realize it until someone points out. I'm going to point this out to you. All cultures have a history of funny hats. Apparently funny hats are like a something that's a universal human connection is that we think funny hats mean important. I'm into that. Well, this has been another rousing edition of the Certified Nunas. So you can find us wherever you're listening to us right now. I assume if you're already listening, I don't need to tell you where to find us. But we're also on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Good times. Good times on YouTube. Unless you're listening there, then you already know. Also, (laughs) as a little to clear your date, details are forthcoming for this, but we will be having a live watch of Train to Busan on Tuesday, the 29th of January. And we want everyone who's available to come and join us and chat and watch and have a good time. Without further ado, this was us. Have a great night.